you're listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 246. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the guy who's cold, but not so cold who'll put on a long sleeve shirt, who happens to be married to the woman who's hot, but not so hot that she won't put on a long sleeve shirt. What is happening here? John Brownstone. It's complicated. It's so complicated. <laughs> it's so complicated. We're having winter in Florida. That's all I'm going to say. This week, we are sharing what it's like for us to work together, like career-wise, and also be in a power exchange at the same time. Ooh. Ooh. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. This is your first time listening. Glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. And if your podcast app does not allow you to rate or review, feel free to share a favorite episode with a fellow kinkster that you know. That is also helpful. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate OM fucking G. Loving DS number one. Loving DS one. I really fucking hate it. (laughs) Or on YouTube at youtube.com slash loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. As always, a big shout out and a big thank you and a big, oh my God, what would we do without you to our kiki patrons on (laughs) Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you. We love you. We thank you for everything. If you would like to be part of the cool kids crew on the kinky patrons one of the proud proud crickets you can join us on patreon for as little as two dollars a month uh you will get access to a live uh q a every month an extra mm-hmm. podcast episode every month and a patron only discord server where we're where we're all hanging out and sharing memes because isn't that what you do on the internet these days? Yeah. Uh, if you are interested, head to patreon.com slash killalords. That's patreon.com slash killalords or use the link in the show notes. Okay. So before we get uh, into the episode this week, I will do the thing I'm just going to keep doing for the rest of the year because I fucking can. I'm going to remind you that John Brownstone's shop, The Kinkery, where he sells weapons of ass destruction and other fuckery, mm-hmm. uh, exists. I'm just telling you we exist, thekinkery.com. If you don't have any money to spend, you can follow us on social media at thekinkery, everywhere we are at. Um, That's a great way to support if you don't have any money to spend or you're not interested in buying anything. But if you like, "Hmm, I'd like a new paddle, I'd like a new king, I'd like a new whatever. Thekinkery.com, it exists. It's a thing. We'd love to have you go there and look around and shop. If you've purchased things, either from the kinkery or from the old shop that no longer exists, we'd love it if you'd leave a review. Uh, If you're like, "Mm, I've done that, I don't wanna do that, you can subscribe to our monthly newsletter. It is actually monthly. We do not send you a million emails just because it's a holiday and we wanna pressure you into buying something. That's not who we are. (laughs) Um, So yeah, the kinkery exists. Mm-hmm. Ta-da! Let us go into the topic. The topic is a thing <laughs> we do talk about a lot because it is a massive part of our life, but we've never just devoted a whole topic to it. And that is um, about navigating our power exchange while also working together. And when I say working together, I mean career-wise. Also, let me interrupt myself. If you hear weird sounds in the background, that is probably Lola. She's scratching, she's shaking, she's being a dog. Um, So 
some of this information won't be new because every time we talk about how we have to relate to one another in our relationship, these are the, we use our work as an example, but I thought it was worth talking about because some other people out there might, you know, own their own business or they might work together in the same company. And that can be interesting if you're in a power exchange, especially if you're in a power exchange that you consider 24 seven, what does that mean? And we've said this before that Mm -hmm. for us 24 seven does not mean that there are rules and protocols and tasks going on 24 seven. It is that always and every moment of the day, JB is in charge, I am submissive, but that doesn't mean we don't have to bend and be flexible with what that means when it doesn't fit. Uh, Other examples that we have talked about in the past are parenting. Um, We are on, we try to be equals in that. Um, You might be the ultimate decider, but my voice will certainly carry a lot of weight and I will definitely forget that I'm submissive when I'm in mom mode. Um, (laughs) And it's been interesting working together. So we can only speak from our experience. If you work in the same company, but you both have a boss, with, you know, that is somebody else, you may have a completely different experience and other people who own their own businesses, whether that's an Etsy shop, whether that is like, I'm a freelancer, we're gonna go through what we do. Cause I'm not sure if we've talked about all the things we do before. Um, but you know, it's gonna be different for everyone. So we are just relaying our experience as we always mm-hmm. do, but I just wanna make that super clear. And I know for some people, this may never relate in terms of your career because you one of you doesn't work outside of the home and one of you works somewhere else. You both have different careers, whatever. I think some of it can relate when you're working on anything together. We've talked about um, cooperation and teamwork and right. getting things done together. And I think some of this can relate, but we thought we talk, we talk about our experience in this very uh, hyper niche focused <laughs> topic. Sure. Hopefully if you can't relate, it's at least interesting. So I guess we should start with what we do for work. Okay. So what we do for work is we work from home. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I am a freelance writer. That means, and I'm a sex writer. So I write about sex and kink almost exclusively I have, I work with brands who need content for their websites or whatever else they're making. And most of those are adult brands. Um, I do have one freelance client where I write about insurance. It's not interesting to me, but it's an easy paycheck every month. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, I'm also a blogger and a content creator and I make money from that. Patreon, the things we do, loving BDSM Mm -hmm. sponsorships, affiliate sales. That is where we make money. Um, You make money by... Um, I, I wear a lot of different hats. I um, am a podcaster. I'm a YouTuber. Me too. Um, and I am a maker of things both vanilla and kinky. Mm-hmm. You have an, a vanilla Etsy shop. Yes. The Wood Dom. Mm-hmm. The Wood Dom. And now the kinkery. And now the kinkery, which is not on Etsy. It is its own site. Right. And um, let's see. What else do I do? We do things together uh, that support those businesses true but primarily yes we create content together we host a patreon Mm -hmm. and you make shit and sell it and i market it and ship it that's Mm -hmm. what we do um the way our um business life is set up we have it took us forever to get to this point but we have everything under one business entity 
umbrella. Correct. So we have a person who does our taxes. Thank God for her. Um, <laughs> and she helped us do the the accountant prior to that helped us do like incorporation and getting that all that business stuff set up. Please do not ask me questions about that. I barely know how it works. I pay a nice lady to make sure that's going fine. Yeah, Thank to you. make all that happen. Um, but what that means is we are actually on paper legally with the government business partners as well. Yeah. We own a business together. Mm -hmm. All the stuff we just listed comes underneath that. We own our business 50-50. Uh, we did that regardless of who makes more income and regardless of if we put it on paper, who quote does more work um, for many reasons. One, because we felt comfortable enough in our relationship to create this business entity partnership mm -hmm. and own it 50-50. So that was a huge thing. We, I could never have done it, not because I think it would have been a bad decision, but I wouldn't, my comfort level five years ago wouldn't have allowed that. There would have been mm. questions, but now we've been together so long, we've worked together so long, we know each other, we know each right. other's ethics, morals, values, it's fine. We also know that because we're self-employed, income fluctuates greatly from month to month, from year to year. Mm -hmm. So who owns more based on certain metrics like that doesn't make sense when this year it could be me and next year it could be you. So for us, we split it 50-50. We did not at all set up our business with our power exchange in mind, meaning you don't have a controlling share because you're the big D. Right. Um, I'm actually, we're both listed as owners, but I actually end up dealing with more of the tax and financial and legal stuff. So I'm constantly signing my legal name as yeah. owner um, and do more of that than you do. Well, it's become very different from what everything started out to be. Because yeah. in, in the beginning, um, Work was completely off the table for DS because I was um, employed. Mm -hmm. I had technically a nine to five job and you were just starting out with your freelance. Yeah, and that was so new. I didn't know if I'd even make any money right. at that. And um, it, it completely turned on its head. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the very beginning, work and DS were separate and now mm -hmm. work and DS are completely intertwined. Yeah. Um, and in some ways that ends up, sometimes I can't, I can't tell where our personal life ends and our professional life begins. It's so it, enmeshed. It's, yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, this is a moment that doesn't feel very DSy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, <clears throat> let's do this. So that's the work we do. And we each, have our own responsibilities within that work. So um, there are the things we each do separately that the other can't help with. I'm a writer. John Brownstone cannot come stand over my shoulder and will not because it's just not in his wheelhouse and go, oh, you should put a comma there. Or, <laughs> no. oh, is that the client you're writing for this month? Like he stays completely out of that. Um, you are out in a shop using power tools that mm -hmm. I'm not there. I am, am happy to assist when asked. Right. I am definitely the coffee runner, but I'm not going to show up and put some goggles on and go, okay, coach, put me in. Like yeah. we still have that level of separateness that most people have in their, their working lives. Um, but then there are the places where it gets super, super intertwined and it gets right. really 
it gets really different sometimes. So, <laughs> Loving BDSM started out as, quote, my creation. Very shortly thereafter, I yanked John Brownstone in. I think I made puppy dog eyes and said, please do this with me, daddy. Please do this with me. Um, but when we started it out, I actually tried to make your involvement minimal, not because I didn't want him to be a part of it, but because I didn't want to add too much to your plate. Yeah. I mean, at that time, when you started the podcast on your own, I had a, I had a job I went to every day. Um, it was a very stressful job. Yeah, it was. Actually, the job itself wasn't stressful. The people I worked with and for were stressful. Yeah, the job <laughs> itself you could have done for another 20 years. I'm fine. Right. Um, so basically, she would go into the closet back in the day. Literally, yeah. if you're new here, literally in a closet. Re record the podcast, and then I would sit down one night a week and edit. Mm-hmm. That's back when they were short, too. They were still yeah. like 20, 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was, and uh, when, when I, the problem is, is as a creator, whatever that means, I feel weird even saying it, but it's, hmm. it is what it is. I have more ideas than I will ever have time in the day or years in my life. Um, and I have gotten, I've gotten better at this now in general, but I was starting to get better at this when we started the podcast, which was, if I wanted to start an idea and knew I needed like JB's help to make it happen, I had to be mindful of what he, what else he had going on. And I didn't right. want to add something to his plate that stressed him out. Now that is not just a submissive thing, that should be a good human thing. <laughs> but I know that I approached that from a submissive standpoint. So I knew I wanted to start this podcast, um, but I also knew I couldn't do it without help. And so getting your buy-in was very important. I needed the technical help. So I was willing to tailor this idea to what would work for you. Mm -hmm. Now, thankfully that got tossed out the window within like the first, I think 15, 20 episodes. One of the, one of the OGs or the people who've gone back through the uh, entire uh, catalog probably knows best. I don't remember anymore. Um, and we got pulled you in and you became a lot more involved. But then because we were still having to consider your stress level and what you time you had available, because you were working outside of the house at that point, right. we still tailored it to that. The, the timing of things was very much based on your availability, your comfort level, how tired you were, what, you know, what you were willing to do, blah, blah, blah. And yet those decisions were made with you in mind, which you would have done the same for me if the roles sure. had been reversed, but Beyond that, there one of two things happens with specific to loving BDSM. It is either highly collaborative where we're talking and brainstorming together and we go, aha, or <laughs> it is me going, I have X number of ideas, sometimes half an idea and sometimes 10 ideas, depends on what's going on. Uh, and I've come to you right. and I go, what do you think? Now, once I do that, sometimes it's collaborative where mm -hmm. there's no clear power differential. We're just two people talking about, do we want to talk about this? Do we think this has value? Is this what we want to do? Blah, blah, blah. And sometimes like today, I very much lean into our power exchange. 
So I had two ideas for this week's episode. One was a little bit more sensitive to us personally, so I, I yeah. think I know why it's been deferred to another <laughs> week. Uh, yeah, it's a little touchy subject. But um, so I had these two ideas, and I said, okay, Daddy, here are my two ideas yeah. for this week. What do you think? Now, the what do you think is, okay, are there any that you hate? If you, We'll just toss the ones you hate. And that yeah. is, that's how we make a lot of decisions. True. And when I say we make a, how we make a lot of decisions, I do not mean everything JB hates automatically gets tossed. <laughs> when one of us presents the other with choices that we would consider business decisions, if something is immediately hated, it usually, go, we just go ahead and either toss it or put it on a back burner. It, we're not going to discuss it right now. Might not go away forever, but it, okay, fine. N- neither of us is so precious about ideas that we will hang on to something that the other one doesn't want to do and try to force it to happen. So that was the first question. What do you think? If he had gone, I hate that one, I'd have been like, okay, make a note for later. We'll come back to that. No, basically I was happened. I was kind of involved doing something myself at the moment you asked me that. Which we will get into that part of it as well. And, <laughs> and I told her, well, I like them both. Flip a coin. And then there was just silence. Yeah. And this is where the power exchange came back. Because there are times I can make decisions no problem i mean there are many times i can just make some decisions but there are times i cannot well see i i knew you couldn't make a decision so that's why i told you to flip the coin so see the sadist (laughs) came out and if if i'm trying to make a broad point here it is that for us our power exchange and our kinks and how we interact is very fluid so from a one instant to the next it can switch back and forth it's never a clear binary it's very very uh fluid i don't have a better word so there was silence when he was like flip a coin i'm like oh no i don't it's and it's not that i didn't want to make a decision it's that i was like i was that i didn't want to make a decision i liked both ideas i would have been fine with either and so here again i Mm -hmm. lean into the power exchange and i go can you please be the big d here and just decide that would be great and i did thank god (laughs) yeah but at the same time we are at the same time i've done that before a lot of decisions that I'm fine with whatever, I'm presenting options. Um, We've talked about that in past episodes and I can't remember what topic it is. When I present options, I present options I can live with so that when he decides, I'm fine with whatever he picked. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter to me. It's not like I love one and hate another one. I'm not giving you the decision I hate unless I don't have a choice. So I'm gonna give you things I'm okay with. So whatever you pick, everybody's happy Mm -hmm. but there have been times because you are a sadist that i've said that i've leaned in and gone can can you be the big d here and pick and mr sadist goes no no you pick god damn it (laughs) okay (laughs) at the same time because a lot of decisions do get made especially it's very easy to point to loving bdsm for that because it is so collaborative with us um there are other times where I come to you and I'm like, okay, this is a thing I really, really want us to do. I want to purchase. I want to make, I want to start. I want to blah, blah, blah. There's not, the only option is we do it or we don't do it. It's not here are five choices. Please pick. It's, this is the thing I want to do because this is collaborative mm-hmm. because it's collaborative more than because we're power exchange truly. Cause this is how I operate with my other friend and business partner, Molly. I'm not gonna move forward if you're not on board with it, but I will 
argue my point very strongly. Yes, you will. So I will accept a final decision if you really don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to come in as the a stereotypical meek and mild submissive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming in like a business partner. I'm coming in like a collaborator. I'm coming in with as much skin in the game as you've got. And so I've got things I'd like to accomplish and I've got goals I'd like to achieve. But I don't make unilateral decisions because it is a collaboration. True. So let's take it out of the the clearly collaborative thing that would make either of us an asshole if we were just running out there making decisions left and right because we can. Either because I'm like, this is my baby, so I can do that. Or if you were like, I'm the dom, I can do whatever. We just don't operate that way. Let's back it out to the stuff you don't collaborate on, but I still come to you about. My writing. So my writing takes several forms. My writing is the freelance work where I work with brands and I write their content for them. And then I write blogs and I monetize my blogs. And so there's affiliate stuff and there's lots of content to create. And you are aware of it. You are mentioned Mm -hmm. in probably nearly everything I write at this point. But you don't have any direct connection to it in the, the process, the output, the labor, that part of it. Correct. So everything I just said about loving BDSM basically still happens. Mm-hmm. The same way, except that I don't talk to you about what I'm going to write. We, um, some people have asked, and they used to ask more than they do now because I don't blog as often as I used to. Well, what does your dom think about you writing about his sex life? What does your partner think? Because it's not even just a dom thing. It's a partner thing. And I genuinely think there's 2,000 plus posts on KaylaLords.com, my main personal blog. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly positive that easily a thousand to fifteen hundred of them have your name in it. Yeah, I'm great at branding. Um, and ac- actually, I think out of all that writing that you have, there's only one time I vetoed. Yes, and a that's blog what post. I was gonna say, which yeah. is. You met me as a sex blogger. Correct. You knew I put my sex life on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that question was actually answered early, early on. But now here we are, and it's something I do because I love it, but also I do it as a content creator because that's my job, because I made it my job. <laughs> and that question still comes up. And the thing is, is while I will, if I have a question about, should I write about this? Is this is this too personal? You actually have almost no say over what I write. Correct. Because I couldn't have had a relationship with anybody who wanted to have a say over what I wrote. I don't care what mm-hmm. kind of power exchange we're in. So I think for some, in, in some ways that defies what people think a power exchange is. You, you make decisions when I ask you to make decisions. Mm-hmm. You, um, that one time you vetoed something and it, it was actually not something that I was rushing out to write. It was, I think I was actually thinking, should I write about this? Are you comfortable with that? I'm not even sure if I should write about it. And when you were like, I would rather you not, that was an easy decision because I wasn't passionate about Mm -hmm. writing about that specific thing. There were so many other things I could write about. So even that is extremely collaborative where I know what I want, but I will ask you what you think when I think it's appropriate. But I get to decide that. I get to decide, is this a moment to go to John Brownstone and say, what do you think if I do this? Um, I Mm -hmm. always ask when I want to involve you. There was the year we did, there's a blogging thing uh, every February called February Photo Fest, and it's all about pictures. 
words you can write, but you don't have to. And I wanted to do pictures that I wanted us to do it together where you posted a right. picture and I posted a picture and we were super, super cute on the Internet. <laughs> and um, that was my idea. And obviously I needed you for that. You had to be willing. Right. And so I came to you. So how does all of this relate to our power exchange? Clearly it doesn't always, but here's what I know about myself. Okay. Because I consider myself always and forever your submissive, my natural inclination, and I've said this in many episodes under many topics, is always to defer to you. Always, always. If I come to you and ask, what do you think? And I want to do this, can I? Or will you do this with me? I always want to defer. I always want to go with what you decide because you are the dom around here. What I've learned to do so that I do not make myself smaller. And what I mean by that is not that JB would demand that I be less than who I am or that I not strive for as many things. It's what I would do to myself is that when I go to him, I make sure that whatever the outcome is, it's something I can live with, but I also come to him and do this with him and work with him because I trust him. If I did not have the faith and confidence that he would always have my best interests at heart and that he's not making decisions, personal or professional, out of uh, selfishness or narcissism, if, if that was the case, I, I couldn't do it. We wouldn't be in this situation. But because he's never done that ever in any situation, I know that if I allow myself to defer as the submissive, then I'm not losing anything. Because even when you say no to things, mm -hmm. you either have a really solid reason I did not consider, which is what I love about working together because two heads better than one. It's a cliche, but when it's the right two heads, it's true. Well. Um, and two, I think, I can't even think of a time you've outright said no. You've always said, let's wait, let's research it, let's right. find another way. But you've either always given me a reason or you've just asked for time, mm -hmm. which as an impatient baby girl, <laughs> I sometimes do need somebody to go, I know you would like to go buy that elephant to keep in the backyard and, you know, sell rides on because one, that would be unethical, but you know what I mean? I needed an example, but maybe now is not the right time. I know it's your next big business idea, baby girl, but maybe we need to put, give this some more thought. So you almost never just say no. Right. You have like I mean, a whole you're... way of like massaging the situation. It's not manipulative, but it is very smart. It's very daddy-like. Well, one thing I've learned about you in all the years we've been together, you have lots and lots of ideas. I mean, lots of ideas. And we would need a full cast and crew to implement all those ideas. So, <laughs> yeah, we don't make enough money for a cast <laughs> right. and crew. Right. So, you know, by, by doing that, what I have found... With you, in in a way, it is a little bit manipulative. It is, but in a in a not negative, bad, evil, unethical way. Mm -hmm. It's very much in a psychological, use your power wisely kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I found if I you know say to you, 
you know, I, I, I like that idea. It has some merit to it. But let's just hold off on it for a little bit. I, I have found that you will come back to me one of two ways. Daddy, you know that idea I had? Yeah, I don't think it's such a good idea right now. I, I think we're probably just going to let that let that go. I've given it more thought, and, and you know, it. yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's just not. Yeah. Yeah. You saved me from myself. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, it, it, it kind of go, goes along with that. And, you know, if you come back to me the other way, you know, Daddy, I've been thinking about that idea and and I, I can't stop thinking about it. And, and I've got this whole thing laid out I have a, from 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 a start plan. to finish. <laughs> it's probably and a I, well, OK, that that's the one that stuck. And, and that's what we're going to go with then. And, you know, it's funny because it's not a power exchange thing. It's a people relating to people and knowing mm-hmm. each other really well. But it really does work well because because you do force me to slow down without telling me I have to slow down. You do not exert your authority in a very overt way. Mm-hmm. Like, you've never said, I'm the daddy and I think you need to slow down. You absolutely <laughs> mindfuck the hell out of me. And I let you because I am a sucker for your mindfucks. But also, they've... Oh, it's a benign manipulation. It's actually, it's actually, it's benevolent. It's in my best interest for you to find a way to get me to slow the fuck down and decide, is this really what I want to do? Because if it's really what I want to do, I won't stop thinking about it and I'll plan it out better. And it won't be done in a rush and like bated breath with, oh my God, I have this new idea. Um, and excuse me, that we can, so that feeds into a lot of things. One, Working together works because of that, because you use mm-hmm. your powers for good and not evil. <laughs> um, and two, because you, not every time, I mean, he's not a saint, y'all. He's a good man, but he's not a fucking saint. <laughs> Most times you make those decisions with my best interests at heart. Yeah. And part of that is because me coming to you in this business stuff is almost always related to my things, to the things I'm doing or that I want us to do together. Partly because I respect your process on your side of the business, partly Mm. because it is my sort of natural way to want to defer to you and all things. I don't Mm. do that at all with your woodworking and what you're doing on your own, where I assist and I help and I use the skills and abilities I have to to your benefit. And mm-hmm. I would do that even if I wasn't his submissive, but it there is that little edge of, ooh, this, this hits me in the submissive feels when I know <laughs> I'm helping to, you know, build a business or I'm just shipping out a box or whatever. I mean, it, it really does feel kind of good. Um, <laughs> but it I treat that completely differently. One, because while yes, the things we do are all mushed together in a technical legal sense, that is your work. And so I respect that that is your work and I can't mm-hmm. know your work. So when I approach you with my ideas over there, which I don't have a lot, I really do defer to what you're trying to do. I do it in a completely different way. And I would mm-hmm. I would say in a much more submissive way. Yeah, yeah. Until you ask me directly what I think. And then I don't feel very submissive in that moment. 
I'm like, oh, he actually directly asked me to say exactly what I think. The freedom. <laughs> do you do that Excuse on me. purpose? Do you, does that tap into your, like, how do you feel in a power exchange kind of way mm. with how all of this has, plays out in general? <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, hmm. Uh oh, hang on a second. I think it's YouTube jacking yep, up. Looks Podcast like listeners, you won't notice a thing, but YouTube watchers may notice buffering and stuttering and yeah. blah de blah. We think it's a YouTube thing. Mm hmm. So, anyway, I mean, I don't, I know you don't know a whole lot about what I do and how I do it. Yeah, and I'm, work I'm, my magic. I'm kind of okay. I know you. Yeah, yeah you're you're fine with that. Mm -hmm. But I do kind of like putting you on the spot sometimes. God, you're such a fucking sadist. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> and while I do value your input, all right, which is why I do come to talk to you about about certain things. You know, it's, and I'm going to put it this way, and, and maybe it'll, you'll understand it a little better. Doing what I do, sometimes it's very easy to get boxed in with what I do. In what way? Creatively? Um, sometimes creatively and sometimes um, in, a, in a method like this is yeah. how I do it, so this, this is how I have this, to do it. This is how it's done, so this is how I do it. Oh yeah, I know that feeling. I have that same problem. Okay. <laughs> and when I throw things out at you, you don't come at them with that same perception I have. Sure. All right. You're kind of on the outside looking in. So, in in your while while as much as there is that little bit of mind fuck on my part get your rocks off wherever you can is what i say there's also those little gems from you of, oh yeah that's right that that's a good idea i can switch it up and and try this I love creating those aha moments with you you do so you are currently prototyping and playing with a specific toy that does not require a saw that has not arrived yet right um <laughs> yet still i know he's doing heck it. we can't even get a christmas tree at this point oh, Lord. bonus <laughs> section bonus section yeah. um and it's funny so there when there's a long ago past episode two houses ago it's when we still lived in the condo mm -hmm. and i remember talking about how in business if i have any dominant energy that's where it lies. Yes. Because I love, love being in charge, put air quotes around this, of my own destiny to the extent that I can have that level of control. Because quite frankly, I don't control it. The people who choose to hire me or buy from me control it. But I love that feeling. And it, it makes me feel powerful. It makes me feel in control and in charge. And I fucking love it. And it is very, very strange to have my big dominant energy in business butt up against your your energy because mm -hmm. you would think there would be a clash. And I do not know the definition of or common wisdom or thinking of this term, but one person once said, 
what you're describing when I was talking about my dominant energy, but also that it, I still defer to you as that alpha sub concept. I do not have an opinion about that concept. I don't have enough information about that concept, but something about that like straight feels true and I have to investigate more before I decide. But that's what somebody described as. They said, you sound like an alpha. So you defer to right. a specific person, but then you're in charge and controlling others. And, 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 when and the we, funny thing is I've called you that before and you're like, oh, no, no, no. I, know. <laughs> I think it's because of what yeah. it implies in, within relationships. <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but what it is, the, it's, I'm not sure I have the words to describe how fluid the power exchange part feels in this moment. So you ask me for my opinion and I'm thinking about the prototype we made. Mm -hmm. And I was very frustrated with you because I know that you get boxed into, this is the method I have, this is the routine I follow, so this is what I do. And sometimes it's very difficult for you to look outside of that and see the possibilities. And so here we were, we had just launched the Kinkery, we're coming up on realizing that we need fucking product, it's the fucking holidays and you don't have a working saw or a good one, so it's like, Mm -hmm. oh shit, what can we do? And in the name of wanting you as a uh, shop owner, us as a business partnership, to be successful, whatever that means, put air quotes around that word, Mm -hmm. but also wanting you to be the best John Brownstone creator you can be, it took the form of what we have called many times in the past, have an entire episode early in the archive, tough love. Because I basically had to go in really nice terms, you gotta get your head out of your ass. What the fuck? Like, why aren't we doing this? And why aren't we doing that? And what? Mm. And I came at it, and it. if you'd been on the outside listening in, one, you never, if you even knew what kink was, you would never have thought I was submissive. Because I was very forceful and I kept pushing against these barriers I could sense within you because you were feeling like all is lost and hopeless because I don't well, have this one that, thing. That was one of those moments that I had myself inside that box mm-hmm. That you know, this is how it's done. This is this is how I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I can't do it. Right, and and so I didn't come at it with, well, let me tell you what I think, Daddy, in my most submissive baby girl way. I was, um, we it was big dom energy because I was like, well. Yeah here's what I think and here's what's frustrating me about this and why aren't we doing this and why can't we do that? And it was funny because you allow that for me in certain contexts and this is True. one of them. Um, that that way of speaking would not have worked on a random Tuesday afternoon, daddy and baby girl having a conversation. <laughs> no. But us having a business conversation where you recognize and cheesy as a sound, you honor that part of me. You you mm-hmm. allow me to be who I am in that business way. So you know, I mean, no disrespect, I'm still your submissive. I think right. I think you also know that you could stop me with a word now. I'd oh, yeah. be annoyed, but you could stop it with a word. Yeah. But I can hit back at you forcefully and ask hard questions and pull no punches. I am respectful the whole time, y'all. And out of it comes usually a really interesting conversation with some ideas, and with some ways of trying new things, exactly. with all kinds of stuff. And, and I think that's kind of why in these situations, I let it, one, I knew I was in a place that I could not pull myself out of. I was, I was spinning in a, a endless loop, mm-hmm. all right? 
And by you coming at me like that, you you put the brakes on it and you pushed me out. Yes, I can stop at any time. I fucking I, hate it. I have done it. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. We'll do it again if needed. No, I hate it so bad. <laughs> but in this particular case, what it did, it pushed me outside that box, got my mind... Mm-hmm pushing in a different direction and it opened up a dialogue of well yeah let, and and we both together started brainstorming mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we came up it's funny so we came up with some i think creative ideas mm-hmm. that are not ready to see the light of day sorry y'all um but also then when inevitably because this happens to <coughs> too with new ideas you get stuck at a certain point you mm-hmm. you get a new idea and i don't think that's just business related i think that's life related you get really new idea you're really excited you jump in and then it's always a little bit more complicated takes a little bit more time a little bit more resources and then things slow down and sometimes they need to slow down because you've got to um you've got to get yourself together you've got to get the product, the materials, whatever it is you need to make this idea a reality together. Mm-hmm. So there's a delay, but, and this is where, this is where I usually, I fuck up more than I help because I'm an impatient person. <laughs> when I sense a delay, <laughs> yeah. I jump to the conclusion that it's cause somebody has decided they don't, they're not sure they want to do this. And maybe they're just delaying because their imposter syndrome is kicking in and, or, or whatever it might be. And so I start pushing with that big dom energy when that big dom energy has not been requested. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Her mm-hmm. presence is not welcome. And that will be when you will push back. And that is again, very much a power exchange moment because I think I'm coming at it with some tough love, uh, dom energy. Let's get our business shit together. Oh no, baby girl. I'm, <laughs> I am looking at this and as I have been researching it to get to point C, there's a part A, there's a part B, this needs to be looked in. And that, that's a whole other thing that needs to be looked at in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, okay, daddy. <laughs> So, so you've been researching, Daddy. <laughs> oh, oh, you've been doing things and it just didn't look like it to my uneducated eyes because I don't know how this actually works. But I felt I felt real big and powerful for half a second. OK, never mind. Sorry, Daddy. So our power exchange has a fluidity to it that I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing because we work together. Because we work from home, because we're in a pandemic, we are basically together every moment of every day. Yeah. Barring one of us runs an errand or you're out in the shop and I'm in the office. Mm-hmm. But basically we're together all the time. Now, I, I know, I know there are some kinksters out there who are like, well, that sounds like heaven. And it and it is. I am not going to act like it's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, we are very spoiled that we have that luxury. But what it means (laughs) is that the fluidity of our power exchange bleeds into every other part of our life. And that's not always a bad thing either. It does allow us to problem solve in really creative ways. It helps us work together and get things done um, in every part of our life because we bring that same energy to like taking care of the dog, um, deciding to get a dog, (laughs) um, dealing with issues with the kids. The way we collaborate in our professional life is the way we collaborate in our personal life. So there are some definite benefits to that fluidity. Problem is. (laughs) What is your strength 
is also your weakness. There's that. And yeah. also, there's no clear, let me see, there's not no. There are very few clear moments of the power exchange anymore. No. Like before, you, like when you worked out of the house, you left me to my devices during the day. I worked the way I worked. I mm -hmm. didn't ask for much permission for anything. Like we've done with our whole power exchange, you laid out expectations of what you wanted me to get done as tasks or rules. And now I had the freedom to get them done at my own time, my own terms. Yeah. It's still how we do things. But every day when you came home, even if I still had to work late that night, mm -hmm. there was a clear line from business Kayla, who's doing her thing and earning her money mm -hmm. and a baby girl Kayla, whose daddy is now home. And now we have our DS life, our personal life to um, navigate because you're not necessarily in work mode. You're not doing work things anyway. Thankfully you didn't really have to bring work home. And yeah. I might still have some work to do, but I've done most of it through the day. So now it's home time working together has blurred that line. And I would think right. even if you're in a power exchange where maybe you work for the same company and maybe you just ride to work together every day or you're, you know, even if it's different departments, there's a line that does, that can get blurred. And for us, it's very blurry. Well, it's it, not it, it has become very blurry because yeah, when I came home from work at a specific time, one, I put my work behind me. Mm -hmm. At that time, you put your work behind you. Yeah. And we focused on us. Mm -hmm. And and one of the the things, um, you know, this this is my technically second business venture, self-employed. Um, you know, there there are times. Um, you know, working for yourself, uh, especially not having employees per se. Um, there's no clock in and clock out. No. All right. No. So, you know, yes, some mornings we have the luxury. We don't get started right away. But there are many times working into the evening. You know, whether I've got stuff going on that I'm doing, you've got deadlines that you've got to meet and you're going. So, you know, it, it's it's not, yeah, it everything blends because there is no designated start and stop mm -hmm. to things the way it used to be. And our, partly because we're doing a lot of new things, like we're trying to build the kinkery to be a mm -hmm. thing that exists and does half, right. halfway well, right? Um, our lives are consumed by our business at this yeah. point. And so even when we're like, okay, we're done for the day, we're sitting at dinner or we're after dinner and we're gonna watch a show on TV or we're gonna, whatever, whatever. Many of our conversations are business related. Oh, I yeah. had a new idea. Oh, did you see that email? Oh, mm -hmm. this is going on. Oh, and that's not a bad thing. And I actually, I don't mind. I am a person who left to her own devices would probably always work. I, like <laughs> when I say always, I mean all day, almost every day. If I love what I'm doing, I'm happy to do it. I'm And I'm very goal driven. Yeah. But I also know the benefit of you have to have downtime. You have to rest. You have to get away from it so you can come back fresh and do things. Mm -hmm. And that is true if you are employed by somebody else or if you are working for yourself, that is always true um, to a certain extent. But um, 
because of the the newness and the size and the big goals, we don't have, we are constantly doing that even mm-hmm. when we say we're taking a break because something will click and we'll go, oh, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Oh, I wanted to ask you about this. Oh, what do you think of this idea? <laughs> yes. And it's funny because most of the time I'm okay with that. And then sometimes I'm even annoyed with myself. So we have this new, when we can, this Friday tradition we try to do. Fridays tend to be slightly lighter days. And we'll go through the drive-through of some place, usually with a coupon, get mm-hmm. lunch. And now that the weather's nice, we will go to the park and we'll sit. And it, it's not, we're gone out to eat, put air quotes around that, but we're not in a restaurant. We're not doing any of that. Right. And it's this nice little break. And the first two times we did it, they were basically business meetings. Okay, mm. we should have kept the fucking receipt and written the fuck off. <laughs> right. Because I was like, okay, so here's this thing and there's that thing and we're going to do this and we're going to do that and blah, 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 blah. And then last week, we didn't do that. I mean, we no. went to lunch and ate in the park, but we didn't talk about business. And here was the scary thing. There was not a lot to talk about. Except all the things that had been going wrong recently. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is the... I think this is a an issue that any couple that works together has to face power exchange or not. But it, I f- it hits harder in the power exchange, which is that I don't always feel our power exchange Yeah. because we don't have a clear demarcation of fluid power exchange that works for business stuff. Here's the power exchange right. for the rest of our life. Well, I, I think a big part of that, we are experiencing what, a number of people are feeling right now, um, especially this year. Mm. Uh, yes, we work together. We've been working together for some time now out of the same house. What is different this year, more so than any other year, um, is there? Uh, there's a pandemic <laughs> Well, on. yes. Okay. And... You know, let's face it, it, it used to be nothing. Um, a couple times a month, if I needed supplies, I would hop in the car and and drive to Orlando. Yeah, you'd be gone most of the day. And, and I would be gone most of the day. Um, you know, I would go to the store, local store, to pick up supplies, and I would be gone for hours because I had the luxury to, to browse and, and look at things. Now, I very seldom go to Orlando. Um, it's hard to get supplies to begin with. Most of the time, go in. The last time I was in there, the stores were virtually empty because they can't get stock. Uh, try to order stuff online as much as I can, but it's been hard even that way to get supplies. So we are spending much more time together. So much time together. You know. <laughs> So, you know, there there is that difference, mm-hmm. you know, in in the prior to this, we worked together and we were still able to pursue our diverse interests, so to speak. What he means is he was able to leave the house. I didn't want to go anywhere. You never wanted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He can't leave the yeah. house is what he's saying. But I, but I mean. Let's <laughs> <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, I'm trapped. Save me. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, even even for planning a trip to the dungeon, 
you know. Right, for, which is where we feel very our power exchange very much. Yes. We are we're not high protocol, but we're much um we sort of have a way of being in those situations right. that we don't have. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just that. It is just, I, I agree with you. I think this pandemic has, if it's fucked up your power exchange, you're not alone, I guess is what I'm saying there. Yeah. But it's, there's also this feeling, I know for me, that in a situation where I feel out of control, and a pandemic will certainly do that mm-hmm. to you, I focus on what I feel like I do have control over. And for me, that is achieving whatever goals I have set for myself. Yeah. And in this case, most of my goals for 2020 were business related. So I wanted to change how I earned money. I wanted to, wanted to start this and finish that mm-hmm. and do this. And so that's where I've put a lot of my energy because that's a lot easier sure. to focus on than the things I can't control. And we did not, we had personal goals this year, but they were like buy a house, which we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did not set goals and i don't think you have to do this for a ds relationship but we did not do this and so we did not have anything about our personal life that we had said we were going to focus on true and, and we so, had done that in the past yeah yes. in a time when i i know i needed to put to focus on something and feel like i could pretend that i controlled something mm-hmm it was easy to go to business because I had clear, definitive goals. And we we have done this for the past a little bit more than a year, but definitely this year. We have the conversation of, you know, we're not, I mean, we're DS and we love one another and we're mm-hmm. happy together, but, but it's not the same as it used to be. And we'll both go, yeah, you're right, man, we should do something about that. <laughs> and then we never actually like come up with a plan or have an idea. Yeah. And so I think that's made it easier to focus on work. I don't think that's helping us on a personal level. I think it's, I think focusing on work is fine. I think that we navigate our power exchange very well in our work together. But I think that to build that up, our personal life has taken a slight hit. We are not unhappy. Don't worry, kids. Mom and dad aren't getting a divorce. It's fine. But I think we can acknowledge that the personal side of our relationship, we have allowed it to coast. Mm -hmm. And I think that is typical of any relationship. You go through these points in life where you're just trying to make it through whatever's going on in life and your relationship coasts. And that's not inherently a bad thing. But when... (laughs) when your job is to think in ridiculously minute detail about power exchange relationships, uh, it is very easy to see and feel. And the reason we didn't do the other topic we considered for this week is because it was based on our experience with a very recent argument that (laughs) neither of us looked very good in. Um, And those arguments, uh, we have said before, we argue most during high stress times pandemic certainly qualifies but we also argue more when our ds doesn't feel as grounded right when we don't feel as strong in our very clear delineated power Mm -hmm. exchange the fluid power exchange i enjoy for business but the problem is is like we come out of the office and i act like we're still in that mode and you act like no the fuck we're not and then there's this conflict and it's just I love working with you. I don't want to stop. I want to keep mm. doing what we're doing. What we have to do, and maybe this is our 2021 goal. <laughs> we got to fine tune this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we <laughs> because do. Because we can't, 
for me, I, I'm going to say we. You tell me if you disagree, because I know you will. <laughs> I don't want us to sacrifice the thing that makes us work well together. The power exchange, we have the relationship, we have the personal relationship for the professional. True. I mean, I'm not giving up the businesses. Let, let's be very clear yeah, here. Yeah, no. But I don't, I'm not going to sacrifice our our good personal relationship on that altar either. Right. right. We, we need to... Um, Find a happy median mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I know me, I am very work-oriented. Same. So I will always go down that work path. Same, 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 same. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, it's funny. I think that's what helps us work so well together. Yeah. I also think it's why when it kind of falls apart, it kind of falls apart. Like, because yeah. we're both in that mode and one of us pops up like a meerkat and is like, wait. <laughs> what happened to our personal life? Uh, <laughs> when was the last time we just like chilled and were daddy and baby girl? And you know, I think I think other kinksters in power exchanges or who have been in power exchanges will understand this better than I could ever explain this to somebody who's not kinky. There is a difference chilling in your life within your power exchange than just chilling in your life. Like when we are in daddy and baby girl mode, dom and sub mode, it just hits different. There's a feeling to it. Even yeah. if from the outside looking in, we look like two people sitting on the couch watching Shit's Creek, which is what we're currently binge watching. <laughs> um, you know, it doesn't look like anything from outside observers, but it feels like something. And that feeling, that internal thing right. is flailing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even as we navigate working together in a mostly positive way. We collaborate together really, really well. We do. We we mesh because we complement each other so well on the way we work. Mm -hmm. We we just... We'll go with that and we'll forget the other part. Yeah. We will absolutely neglect the other part. Mm -hmm. If you happen to be in a similar situation, that would be my my advice to you, I can't offer much advice in this episode, is try is to recognize that sometimes there's not much you can do about it. Uh, we are in the holiday season. And so my freelance experience is every client I have, if they have anything left over in their budget, they are spending it now. I've got a shit ton of work to do. Mm-hmm. You are in product sales. This is the time of year when people time are buying products. So you are busy and I am busy and I'm not going to go, you know what, let's put the holiday on hold here where we make a good portion of our income for the year uh, to fix our relationship. But what I am going to do is acknowledge it and go, okay, in January, right. when it's dead out there mm-hmm. and we're like, oh God, are we ever going to have a sale again? Um, <laughs> yeah. Happens every January. We question our life mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. our business decisions. Um then that's when, okay, this is a priority. That's the other reason why past couple years, uh, we take two weeks off from all content creation at the yeah. end of the year, the week of Christmas, the week of New Year's. There have been years where I could only do one week because I said yes to too many freelance projects because I like money. Um, I don't do that the same way anymore, I've learned. Um, and yes, we still will, you know, watch the shop and ship things out of certain mm-hmm. places in order, but we don't. That's why we go away for two weeks and y'all miss us for two weeks because we take that time off. And in that time, we just fucking relax and we get more sleep and we read books and we do all the things we haven't gotten to do for a while. But that is usually our time to spend time together just being 
daddy yeah. and baby girl. So we will actually mm-hmm. start that process before January. But I, I maybe maybe that's maybe we just had an epiphany here while recording. I think so. We need to set relationship goals for 2021. Yeah. <laughs> so that we will have a, a, an impetus well, let's, to focus let's, on ourselves. Let's, let's face it. Up until the beginning of this year, our goal was to find a permanent home to live in. And we had even put work-related things on hold to achieve that goal. We did that. Then all those work-related goals that we had set aside, we dove into head first. Mm So, yes, I think, and and that's kind of how I've been looking at it, you know, get through this month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and next year is a time for regrouping and other things. Yeah. And, I mean, there will still be a pandemic in 2021. Nothing magical happens when no. the clock strikes. But there's more hope in 2021 than we've had in 2020. So I think that some of the the mood will lift and mm-hmm. shift and things will change. Yeah. Um, what I hope does not change is the way we work together. Right. Our, I still, in the middle of a work day, am his submissive, always. Uh, from outside looking in, it might not sound like it, but I am. <laughs> um, and I think we have learned things from our power exchange that we've brought into how we work together as business partners. Mm -hmm. I think we have learned things as business partners that we do bring into usually conflict resolution into our power exchange. Um, I think we want the same thing as a couple as we want in our business, which is to build something together. Right. And, the idea, I saw this as a meme is what remind, reminded me of this, but I've heard this a million times. It's never you versus me, it's us versus the problem. The problem yeah. can be a legit problem, it can be a, a catastrophe, it can be a crisis, or it can be here's a goal we're trying to achieve together, or here's a goal you want to achieve that I'm going to benefit from if you achieve that right. goal. Here's a goal I want to achieve that you're going to benefit from if I achieve it. It's us versus the problem, and we do that in our work life, and we do that in um, our personal life. Problem right now is that work has got the the scales are tilted almost completely to work. I would say that scale is mm-hmm. on the ground, and the personal life has nothing. <laughs> right, personal life's up in the air. Right. So, yeah, I don't know that we helped anybody with anything. Hopefully, we entertained even slightly. Um, <laughs> anybody is self who is self employed. Specifically, I would love to hear mm-hmm. how this works for you, especially as a kinkster. If you're not self-employed, but you have or worked in the past with a kinky partner or do work with them now in some capacity, so love to hear that experience. Um, I think as an as with everything, it's about finding a balance. It's a yeah, and I think that it. I do think it's okay if your working relationship doesn't look like your personal power exchange relationship. And yes, I think you can still consider yourself 24 seven, even in that shifty kind of change. Um, Not gonna lie, I said a little bit ago, I'm gonna say it again. When I know that I am posting a silly kink meme to Instagram for the kinkery, and that's me marketing a business, one, I'm enjoying myself because I like that work. But two, yeah. I get this special little thrill because I know I'm helping you. When I'm boxing yeah. up one of your Etsy orders, because I'm the shipping department. First of all, 
nobody else gets to be the shipping department. I'm the shipping department. But so I have. And I'm grateful for I, that. I take ownership of that. But <laughs> I'm like, look at what I'm doing. You made the thing. You sold the thing. Look at me. I'm little submissive, boxing it up. And I feel it. Now, nobody else might feel that way if they were in the same position, but I mm. do. And it allows me to be in touch with that side of myself because it's a service. It's a way of helping. It's a way of taking care of you and the business at the same time. And so I am getting many of my submissive needs met mm-hmm. working together, even if it is in a way that I do not always recognize in the more personal part of our life. Yeah. Right. So I think that's kind of all I got for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, we're we not phoning in for the last couple of weeks before we go on break, but we're kind of phoning it in. <laughs> we're holding all of our really, like, really, really, like, OMG, these are deep, deep, deep things. I'm making notes. We'll come back with those. Yeah. Um, but this one was, yeah, we talk about how we work together in almost every episode because it's such a big part of our life, but we I don't think we've ever just said, here are here's what it is here's, and here's how yeah. it works um uh, yeah so i'm mm-hmm. uh, there's more i could say but i'm gonna stop so yeah. we will have a bonus section yep no worries there um that's all i got okay mm, i think so are we good baby girl <laughs> i'm not deciding that all one all right <laughs> keep, keep it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all and we'll see you next week Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets, please? No. Why not? Because I <laughs> want to say something first. Okay. I want to apologize for the cough you've heard through the podcast and live stream. Um, had a little bit of, um, uh, with the crazy weather we've been having here, uh, hot one day, cold a couple days, and hot again, and, and up and down. I've gotten a little bit of uh, sinus drip. <laughs> And I've been taking Sudafed the last couple of days, which has helped, and I forgot to take it today. Oh, is that what... Did you go take it when you... Podcast no. listeners, you cannot see that he walked away. Oh, you walked away because Lola was barking. She was barking. She's now sleeping on the couch. Yeah. Or the love seat. Or the she whatever. was looking straight out the living room window, barking out the window. She saw a squirrel. Yeah. She was channeling something, mm-hmm. I'm sure. So, anyway, I apologize for the cough. It's just been kind of... Uh, with the... I want to tell you that it doesn't matter, but I didn't listen to you. So that's for y'all to. Okay. All right. <laughs> I want to go, but it doesn't matter. You can't help it. But that's that's the baby girl wanting to leap in and go, mm. be nice to my daddy. <laughs> um. So what? what is our emoji of the week? Uh, the handshake. I know there's a handshake mm-hmm. emoji. Not for, only because in a stereotypical way, handshakes denote like business agreements. They mean so many other things. Mm. I know. But that's a businessy one that's kind of generic. So the handshake for business partners. What's what we're going to make it mean? We're going to give it new meaning this week. Okay. Okay. That's our emoji of the week. Uh, Do I have, you never officially gave me permission to talk to the crickets. May I please talk to the crickets? Yes, baby. Thank girl, you. you may. <laughs> See what I mean when I say our heads are not like in the place? Mm-hmm. Um, so. <laughs> Excuse me. Was that a vape thing or a that, sinus drip? No, that thing? was a. That was a. For, because. Too big of a thing there. Every 
so often we get n- newer podcast listeners and then I get DMs are like, what is that? That sound, and they can't always describe it. Yeah. If you're wondering and you hear a sound that's like a, a breathy sound, that's probably JB's uh, vape. He's vaping in the background. He waits till the bonus section. Yes, yes, yes. Then he does vape. Okay. Um, dog update. Uh, Lola's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does not like baths. Her no. The vet uh, gave her a, a prescription of a medicated bath for skin allergies every three days. She is the saddest girl ever in the bathtub until we bribe her with treats. I mean, we feed her treats, which is... We're gonna have to be careful. She's <laughs> mm-hmm. probably gonna gain weight yeah. from all the treats we feed her on at bath time to keep her in there because the way a medicated uh, shampoo works, or this one does for her issue, is I have to lather her up. I'm the one that does it uh, in the tub with her. I lather her up, and then we have to make her sit there for, for ten, 10 minutes. minutes to let the lather do whatever the lather do. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, um, she gets a lot of bribes, and she's a big dog. If she did not want to be in that tub, she wouldn't be. She wouldn't be. And we don't do it outside because it's too cold right now. I right. think in the sum- spring and summer, we'll probably do like a little kitty pool and blah, blah, mm-hmm, blah. But she mm-hmm. does not like the bathtub. No. Uh, Onyx has uh, been been full Karen past couple days. Yes. Lodging a lot of complaints. Uh, does not like the fact that she can see Lola. Though she does not run from her as quickly. No, she does They're still staring at one another through the baby gate, but, but they're, they're getting, closer. But they're getting closer. I mean, Lola has her nose pressed up against the baby gate. And if you are aware of what a baby gate looks like, you know it's got like a mesh thing. So her nose is like right there. Um, Onyx, a.k.a. Karen, is now about four or five feet away. Yeah. She doesn't get too terribly close. She will come out of the bedroom, into the kitchen, into the living room, while Lola is wandering. Now, the moment she hears Lola's collar... She's gone. Mm-hmm. She's gone, gone, gone. Um, so they are wonderful and fine. Um, what what else? I tried to buy sweaters for Lola, and they her sizes are. I have to take them back. They were very pretty. They were pink because uh, they didn't have purple. You know, I would have bought purple if they had purple sweaters for Lola, but they did not at the store. So I have to take them back, but she will have sweaters because she's, yeah. you know, she's a pity. She's got real short hair. And even though she's big, it's the wind is biting and we want her to be warm. Hmm. Um, What else? Oh, this is technically business related, but the first time I mentioned maybe getting one months ago, people were very excited. So the cricket has arrived. Yes. I have not tried it out yet, but there will be stickers in our future. <laughs> there will be stickers. I actually have a whole, I have to talk to you about it, have a whole idea of stickers for our oh, patrons goodness. during the membership drive in January. Ah. Saying, I know. Um, so that's exciting. Um, I've just been working. You've just been working. Yeah. Working, working, working. Yeah. That's what we do. We just mm-hmm. did a whole episode on it. I don't really want to talk about it now in the bonus. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I think. No, I know. We just decided. Okay, so next week's episode, whether you're right. listening to podcast or watching on YouTube. I'll be right back. Next me. week's episode is our final one of the year. And we're going to take our two-week break. And then we'll be back at the beginning of January. We are going to do that as a Q&A. For my sanity, I like to take the questions from Instagram because then they're right there and they're super easy to like go through and find and have. So about a day before, give or take, before the episode we record next week, I will put out a thing on the handle I fucking hate Instagram 
uh, for your questions. So if you're not currently following us on uh, Instagram, we would encourage you to do so. We do not say names out loud so that if you're using like your legal name, you don't have to hear that on a BDSM podcast. Nobody wants that. Um, and then we'll probably take questions during the live stream. So if you can make next week's live stream, you can ask your questions there. Um, but we're going to do that to give ourselves, make it easy for ourselves as it's the last episode of the year before our break. Um, so yeah, um, I am feeling... I don't know if this is a thing or I've just made it up in my head or God, if it's just the height of privilege and it probably is that. I am feeling online shopping overwhelm. We bought all of our Christmas presents for family, the kids, blah, blah, online. We didn't, I don't like to do Black Friday shopping anyway. I used to work retail. I'm not going to a store on Black Friday, but we did all of our, our Christmas shopping online. We have also been doing some end of year business purchases. That's how I got the cricket uh, online. We also had to buy some stuff for the house online. And I feel like I am drowning in shit. Like, I'm just like, I understand why people go minimalist now. Like I am tired of having shit around me. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm tired of having to drag, drag uh, cardboard boxes out I to mean, the trash. I recognize <laughs> that it's a privilege to be able to even buy the things you need when you need them. Please do not think I am bitching about that. But consumerism will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just make you poor. I mean, it will just like, I'm I'm looking at all these boxes like, why did, why, what? And they're, I know they're necessary. We're not frivolous with our money, but it's like, fuck, I don't like this time of year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't like this time of year. And we don't even have a Christmas tree yet. <gasps> yeah, we don't even have a Christmas tree. Bought, and, still- pay- bought and paid for. We still don't have, we, we do have cute lights out on the outside of the house. Thank I, you yes, for doing that. I, I did nice. do, do some decorating. Um, <clears throat> come to find out that um, the decorations that did quite well for a 900 square foot condo don't stretch as well <laughs> on, on a house like this. There's a one little corner of in the front yard that's decorated. I'm not complaining, but yeah, it's yeah. like, oops. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I remember if we told the story, we, we bought a, a Christmas tree online. It was a terrific Black sale. Black Friday sale. It, it was a terrific sale at Lowe's. And they said they had it in stock and it would be available for pickup within three days. So we ordered. And we never got notified never got notified 3 days came and went and i kept looking online nothing 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 no updates so i called first person i spoke to put me on hold came back after about 5 or 10 minutes and said um going to need you to call back later <laughs> we got the person with zero fucks to get yeah <laughs> so i did i called back later and then the person um she actually did some digging. She did put me on hold, but she came back and said, hmm, it appears to be lost in transit. That doesn't sound good. No. So then several days went by and I had to go to Lowe's and I was trying to put it off to do the tree, you know, pick up the tree and, and do that. And it finally got to the point I had to get what I needed so we went, and I figured, well, would they ever go to the customer service counter and, and get an update? Well, we're talking to the lady 
at the counter and gave her the order number, and she looks it up on her computer. Then she goes to another computer. She walks away. She walks away. <laughs> then another person comes over. Yeah, she, and, like, waves down another yeah. person. I was like, oh, and, this can't be good. Well, I, so the two of them are then looking at the screen. Then she waves over a third person. And that was when I looked at Kayla and said, this is not good. We don't, we're not getting a Christmas tree today, <laughs> that's for sure. So the three of them consulted and came back, and apparently it's still somewhere in shipping limbo. <laughs> and we have not called since. No. We probably need to. It's been a few days. Yeah. For, and here's the thing that's going to frustrate me, but I, I will also kind of understand it because this is a weird year for shipping anything, deliveries, all that. It is very possible it could be at the store right now, and they just yeah they haven't called us yet or updated the because I did check this morning online. Yeah, it's very so. possible. So we're hoping that um, by Christmas we have a Christmas yes. tree. <laughs> Our stockings are up. That's very festive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a new wreath because ours was looking really. Uh, it was sad. It was sad. It was a very sad wreath. Um, but. Yeah, it's just like, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's now the running joke that we might not even get a Christmas tree up for Christmas. We'll have yeah. it for next year. Right. Uh, keep it in the box, <laughs> put it straight up in the attic. Yeah. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so that's our that's our current saga. Somebody asked in the live stream chat, Mr. Spock asked, mm-hmm. about my sewing machine fund. I am at about 50% of my goal. My goal is not to have all the money saved up for a sewing machine until... January is when I intend mm-hmm. to purchase. And I say about 50% because there's cash in a, a savings account that I've been like shoving over there, like a little bit of found money, a little bit of extra money, put it over there. Yeah. And then my mom got me a <coughs> gift certificate to the shop that I intend to buy a lot of my supplies from. So that's not in the bank, but it's like sitting on my desk, like staring at me. Cause I'm like, I'm not gonna buy anything until I'm like ready to mm-hmm. buy a sewing machine. And yes, I am intending to buy a sewing machine. Um, I am being very picky about that. Uh, I know that there are some um, like beginner entry level ones I could have purchased at Black Friday. And I was like, mm, but they don't have all the features I want. So I'm gonna wait. Um, and I'm my goal, my hope is to learn how to quilt. Um, mm-hmm. And if I, learn how to stitch in straight lines uh then then i may share quilts with the world but first i'm going to make quilts for everybody in my family they're gonna love it they better pretend even if they don't really (laughs) uh uh, but i've never used a sewing machine in my life so this ought to be interesting um but i am actually excited to be like to make the time to learn a new skill in 2021. But first I gotta save the money. So if I don't have the money by January, then I'll just keep saving it until I do have it. Mm-hmm. Because that was not in our 2020 plans. That was not in our budget. That's not even in how we laid out our house for where things would happen and be stored. Mm-mm. So I I can't, there's no slapping that on a credit card. I'm gonna save up for it. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's... Uh, that's that on that. Um, but yeah. So I think I don't have, I don't have a lot. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I can feel that uh, impatience to be like 
on the break to be on quote vacation. Yeah. Um, we it's weird because it's not that I don't love what we do, but like I can see the time off like in the in the distance. We're, mm-hmm. we're barreling towards it, and I'm like on the horizon. Is it here yet? Is it here yeah. yet? Um, so I'm definitely ready for that. We mm-hmm. will do um, our Friday night hangout. We have two more for this year based on when this episode goes out. Right. Um, this Friday, which for podcast listeners is the day this episode goes live. And then the following Friday, and then we will not do our Friday night hangouts during our break. Or we love you guys. It wouldn't be a break. <laughs> we, are, <laughs> we are taking a full break. Um, and then we've been telling folks who attend the live stream hangouts on Friday nights this for the past couple weeks, but we are going to make those, we think, monthly for 2021. Um, And we might actually treat them more like a munch as a live stream, but like a munch. So we'll do what we always do, which is we hang out and talk about uh, food and the weather and music we've listened to and weird shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And we might also add a component where we talk about BDSM-y, kinky things. Hmm. So um, if you have not had a chance to attend any yet, um, we certainly invite you to um, for the last two, either of the last two of the year. But then if not, um, we will be doing them in 2021 just slightly differently. Yeah. Still at the same time, because that's the best time that works with our schedule and kids and all that stuff. Yeah, I think. Mm. Oh, and we still have the uh, postcard project going on yeah um i have been getting postcards um i've got um i got a postcard from mr spock i got a postcard a beautiful postcard from jamie from boise jamie knows who they are and i've got others that have been up here and i have Mm -hmm. been actually sending postcards out almost immediately um and it is a family-friendly postcard so you don't have to worry about your postal carrier or your kids going what the hell is this (laughs) uh it says i'm fine it's fine everything is fine um, and it's the mistakes were made postcard project. Cause I have postcard postage that I should have purchased differently than I did. And now I'm going to use it up by sending out postcards when somebody sends us mail that we then put on our <laughs> backboard that you can see if you watch us on YouTube. So that, that, I think that, uh, that's about it. I'm very scattered. I wonder if one day, one day we'll grow up and we will approach the, the recordings like actual professionals who have our yeah. shit together. What fun would that be? I know. I mean, it is part of the magic that we're like, I don't know. Probably not. I'm pretty sure <laughs> you either love it or you hate it is, is all that, that I could say to that. Um, so, okay. Yeah, I think we're going to go and we're going to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got stuff I got to go do and you yeah, got stuff and it, I haven't it, even had lunch yet. It's going to be time to go chase kids soon. And we don't know what we're having for dinner tonight. No. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> 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 uh, we will be live streaming on YouTube on Friday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, as we do. Um, if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, you'll get that. You'll know that. But if you are subscribed to our newsletter, I put that link in the newsletter every week. So you have it. Um, plus the, all kinds of other information. So yeah, um, hope you can join us. Uh, even if you just put us on this background noise and lurk and don't want to do the chat part, that's fine. Uh, lurkers are always welcome. I myself am a lurker everywhere I go. So we're going to go and Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. love you. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks for being crickets who stick around to the, uh, very, very end. (laughs) Um, and that's it for us. Mm. Bye. Bye.